0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I am your host, Chase Collins, and happy Monday, happy, happy Monday. I just got back from a run, so sorry if I sound out of breath. (sighs) Take a deep breath right there. Um, I hope you all had a great weekend and are ready to get the week started. I hope um, you set your goals for this week. Let me fill you in on what my goals are. For this week, I think because I'm making some good progress on my new script, my new screenplay, I'm going to set a goal to finish the rough draft of the first act. So that's about, oh gosh, like nine scenes, seven or eight scenes, something like that. So I'm going to try and write those seven scenes, those nine scenes. I can't remember how many I did, but I'm going to try and write that this week. So that's going to be my creative uh, personal goal. And then beyond that, I want to, you know, keep up with my fitness. I just got back from a run. I want to keep that up and then, um, you know, get to the gym, maintain, you know, professional life and everything like that. So things are looking up. Um, this week so I'm I'm excited to get this week started I hope you are too I hope you set your goals for this week and I hope you're excited for this podcast if you've seen the title you know what it's about and you know that we have two guests this week so we have Brian and Michael both on the podcast and it was really fun <laughs> you can probably tell I'm a little like frazzled in the very beginning because I didn't know that <laughs> Michael was gonna be on the podcast Brian sprung it on me and that was a fun little, um, uh, how do I describe it? A fun little, you know, shake up to keep me on my toes. And that's, that's good. If you want to be a good podcast host, you gotta be, you gotta be on your toes and you gotta be ready to adjust whenever, um, you know, uh, change comes. Cause that's what it's all about. Life is ever changing. And speaking of changing and improving Brian, what this podcast focuses on is Brian's new, hobby I guess you could call it of trying to learn a second language and I don't know if any of you have tried to learn a second language but they say that the older you get the harder it is and Brian is 27 years old now by no means is he old but it's certainly older than if he was learning a second language in elementary school or you know as a as a little toddler growing up in a bilingual household so this was something that was really inspiring to me to hear. Like, he just went out and did it and tried to learn. He's about, you know, a few months into his journey at this point, but he's making great progress. And I think it's really valuable for anyone who's trying to pick up a, a passion project or learn a second language or do anything. You know, you can do it at any age. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can start chasing your dreams right now, today. All right. Well, that's going to be it for me i will see you all at the end of the podcast for the outro catch you later bye What's up, Craig? What's up, my buddy, Craig? What up, my buddy, dude? I just gave Craig admin permissions. Dude, no, you'd never give a robot all those permissions. Uh, let me dude, see. Dude, that's pretty mon- Monty Python-esque.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Dude, is it, are you good to go on the... Uh, I will be used.
0: Uh, cool, man. Um, so, Brian, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the 100-day sober things and you waking up early and your progress or Spanish. Those are the things that I wanted to talk about.
1: Oh, dude! I switched. I sw- I switched to uh, ancient Albanian sign language.
0: Oh yeah, dude! <laughs> it's a
1: it's a much more useful language.
0: So that wasn't inaudible. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. What do you want to hear about? Dude, just walk me through that. Um, I don't know. I want to honestly want to start from the beginning because I think it's like such a wild thing to do, and it's so interesting. Like. I don't know anyone who at 27 decides to learn a new language. Like that's a very rare thing to do. So I want to, I don't know. I'd be interested to know like how you came to that. I don't know. Realization. Yeah, man. You needed to do.
1: There's, there's a lot of people that decide to learn a language at uh, different stages in their lives. Like, you know, as an American, everybody learns American already. Everybody speaks American throughout the world. Um it's not English. <laughs> they don't learn English, they learn American. Fair enough. No, but but everybody speaks English. Everybody learns English because it's the it's the common language. Um, it's the language of the internet, it's the language of the the UN, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. So as Americans, we do not we're not compelled to learn any other language. Um because just by default everyone else speaks English. Yeah. So, but, you know, there's a lot of Americans that have an interest in learning languages. It doesn't matter what kind of language. There's a whole community of people that are just interested in learning languages just for the sake of learning a language. Um, You know, we learn, we have to take some kind of language in high school and uh, language that's taught in an academic setting, they're finding that it's pretty awful. Uh, we all took a couple years at the very least of foreign language in high school, but we don't know any of it. We don't remember any of that language because of a lot of different reasons. Uh, one of the reason, one of the reasons is that we didn't have the motivation to learn. Uh, it was just a high school class and, you know, for the most part it sucked. Like it wasn't really a fun thing to do. Uh, it was difficult and challenging um and especially like going back to what i was saying about everyone else learning en- or knowing english there's no reason to learn another language or at least from like a high schooler's point of view like they don't have that that motivation that intrinsic reason to learn anything other than english because we just there's no reason to <laughs> from yeah, from the I, perspective I, of a high schooler you know
0: i th- i think that goes like honestly beyond just like languages like i think most high schoolers are not motivated to learn anything you know
1: that that's a great point Yeah. you have to yeah so so coming from from an academic setting um a lot of people have this negative connotation of like what learning a foreign language is like um because of the way that we learned it in high school um mm. everyone has those memories so there's a ton of different methods that people use, and I just—I don't know—I just wanted to learn Spanish. I was like, "Screw it! It's probably the most useful language that someone in America can learn because we have so many um, native Spanish speakers that live here." Um,
0: so I don't know how the many. Why it was Spanish? It wasn't like more thought out than that. It's just like probably Spanish.
1: Yeah, from a practical point of view, like if I like any one language. So also it's the easiest, um, arguably the easiest language to learn for an English speaker. Um, there's a handful of languages that are, um, structured the same way as English, um, that are much easier to learn than others. So for example, like Spanish, um, Italian, French, German, like, uh, and obviously a handful of others, they're much easier for a native English speaker to learn than say like Arabic or Mandarin or even like Russian um, because they they are different alphabets. They have wildly different grammatical structures. um I mean, everything. So for me, like Spanish was an easier language to learn. It was a practical language. Um, it's something that I have started to enjoy. And I, I also have started liking the culture um, as well. Like, you know, there is no Spanish speaking culture, but the cultures of of uh, certain Spanish speaking countries, I'm finding, I'm learning about them. And it's like really interesting. And I don't know, it's just been a, a fun, fun journey.
0: So, so I, so I, I you started with, like learning languages in high school sort of sucks. And I guess it gave everyone a bad taste in their mouth. So it sort of deters a lot of folks from wanting to start learning a language later on in life. But people do it, you you sort of made that case that people do do it. But what was your reason for doing it? Was it just like, I need to learn a language like just to grow as a human? Or I know you um, made the case for Spanish being super applicable, like in America, because of all the native Spanish speakers but what why like who does that why did you do that like I'm gonna learn a language
1: yeah so um a few reasons one reason was simply just to be able to communicate with more people Mm -hmm. um there's like a ton of people in the world that speak Spanish that don't speak English and I'm not able to communicate with those people if I wanted to Um, so learning a foreign language allows you to communicate with more people. Um, also it's a, it's just kind of like a, like an intellectual pursuit at at some point too. It's like, oh, cool. Um, you know, I stopped playing video games. It's like, well, what am I going to like, what's a better way to spend that time? Like, oh, well, it'd be really cool to learn a language and I can pour all that energy into learning a language
0: so it's that yeah it's that's just cool where, I don't know it is cool it's really cool it's really interesting and it's super like motivating and inspiring and like that's where it would come for me like if I ever decided to you know listening to you when you first started this like I don't know when did you pick this up like a year ago eight months ago six months ago yeah six months ago yeah so like that's where hearing you talk about this it's like my ego gets lit up and i'm like oh my god i need to learn a new language to keep up with brian and that's where like the intellectual pursuit and like maybe competitive nature like gets in and that's why i would want to but then like you making this case of like well it's also really practical and like you can communicate with your fellow humans um that you otherwise wouldn't be able to it's like oh so there's also like a not an but like a and not philanthropic i don't know what the right word is for it but beyond just self-serving intellectual yeah
1: well i guess i can i can touch on that too um part of it is going back to like americans being famous for or infamous for not knowing any other language uh besides english Hmm. it's kind of me like in a sense like paying my dues and being able to relate like oh no like i understand what it's like to learn another language like i'm not Right. I'm not so close-minded that I never pursued that
0: yeah. um it's you know. like it's like it's like millennials and gen zers not knowing how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, could make a bad comparison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it doesn't come from a place of um of like you know condescending or like superiority or anything like that it's just i want to put myself where like a because we interact with with people that learned english as a second or third or fourth language every day we interact with those people every day and we have no idea what it's like so me going through this journey of learning a foreign language it's opening my eyes like oh dang yeah that must have been really hard like especially because english is uh uh, a difficult language to learn um or so I've, it was easy for me
0: <laughs> i don't know what you're yeah, talking right. about <laughs> just immersion um, right
2: can, yeah. uh, can i interject go for it dude uh just along the lines of uh like most americans not knowing a second language i think that's one of the i mean america is one of the few places for one of the few places in like the developed world where we don't have second languages or third. Uh, most foreign countries, especially in Europe, they're speaking two to three different languages by the time they're 10 years old. And uh, that's super rare in America, uh, if not heard of.
1: It's interesting um, that you made that point because the United States does have a second language, and that second language is Spanish. Oh, yeah. Um, 13.5% of U.S. residents... Thirteen point five percent of the entire population of the United States speaks Spanish at home as their primary language.
2: That's a good point, but how many Spanish speakers in America are uh, not descendant from a Spanish-speaking country?
1: Well, I don't know if that is. I, I think that's besides
2: the point. I'm just. I think it's a somewhat of a bad look for Americans. It's like. Learn yeah. more about other cultures. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think but, that's what I'm on your Michael was getting at. Yeah, <laughs> it was like compared to other developed countries, America is way behind the curve in terms of um, speaking multiple languages. I think that's what Michael yeah. was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
2: incredibly useful to, to speak a foreign language because, I mean, so much of the way we think is rooted in the language you speak. And when you learn a a second language, it's almost like you're almost learning a different form of logic. It's like Python versus I can't think of a different software language.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. That was something that my um, Latin teacher first told me about when I was in high school. And it was like, it blew my mind when I learned that. Like, you can't think without words. Like, try it. Like, you won't be able to do it. And by knowing different languages, you're able to think about the world in different ways. And Brian, have you like experienced that at all? Like you, you said you're dreaming in Spanish now. Like that's got to be a trip.
1: Yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, that and they they say that that happens. Like it's a common thing that that happens. And especially the, while you're learning, right? Yeah, because it's on your mind a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But the Spanish that I that I dream occasionally, it's not good Spanish. <laughs> it's very broken. Obviously, like I don't have a full understanding of the language yet, um, but it's still like I can, you know, I can tell it's Spanish like in my dreams. And it's just really cool. And it's bizarre and scary and terrifying that there's the possibility of having a nightmare fully in Spanish that I can't understand <laughs> <And someone's>, like <laughs> chasing me. And it's like the Duolingo owl. <laughs> um, but but other than that, I mean, I don't know. I'm still early in this, like by no means, am I even close to being like fluent, but I've just enjoyed the journey. And that's the other thing too, is it's it's at your own pace. It's like reading a book, you know what I mean? Like Mm. just, you can do five minutes a day. You can do five hours a day. You you can do anything in between. It's just, it's just fun.
0: And that's what I wanted to also get at is like, what's your, what's been your process for learning? this language because you 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 made the case earlier about how learning um in you know grade school or high school is not the way to do it. So what's the process that you found success with?
1: So there's um one of the reasons why it doesn't work in high school is because you don't have the amount of time you need to like really get all the input
0: mm-hmm. of
1: the language. So one of the big like I guess I'll call it a buzzword or like a big uh, I don't know, a big strategy, I guess I'll call it. It's called a comprehensible input. So it's essentially, and I might butcher this, but I'll do my best. It's essentially just, you know, there's input and output for everything, right? So like input is your reading and your listening of that language. And then the output is your speaking and your writing in that language. So comprehensible input is a... Well, the definition of comprehensible input is input that you can understand, that you can comprehend um, a vast majority of. So if you listen to something in Spanish and you understand like 85% of it, then that's like comprehensible input. Um, You need a lot of comprehensible input to learn a language. Um, Think about like when you were learning English as a kid, like all that comprehensible input you were getting. Uh, watching kids shows and learning songs and like just hearing it all the time from your parents and like them talking to you, like that's you learning that language. So comprehensible input is just starting slow and like um, listening and reading like really basic stuff and then understanding the core concepts of the language through context. Um, So like you listen to a story and the, the the storyteller is is telling you the story and you're you're picking up things just through the context of the story and you're like oh i've heard this word before like and through the context i understand it's probably this like i think i understand that and then you hear it again and you're like okay that's definitely this so it's just this hugely long process of of hours and hours and hours of listening so to answer your original question my process right now is mainly just listening i literally and it's so much fun because there's so much listening you can do i literally just listen to spanish that's comprehensible to me um so at this point it's pretty basic spanish it's not like baby uh talk or anything but like i can't understand spongebob for example i cannot watch a spongebob
2: episode in spanish and understand it so i'm have you ever tried watching a movie, like, in Spanish, but with subtitles? Because I found that's, uh, I don't know if it'll help too much, but you can kind of pick up on some of the lingo if you're reading the translation, like, as it's going.
1: So there was a study done about that, and what they did was they, um, I wish I had the all the information for the study and the exact data, but I don't, so I'm going to estimate. Um but what they, what they did was they, they sat people down and in the target language, they played the movie with, um, so like the audio was in their target language, but they had subtitles of the native language. So it was like us watching a Spanish movie with English subtitles. Right. And then they, they had a, a different group where it was a Spanish movie with Spanish subtitles and the group that watched the English subtitles barely learned anything like they didn't really come away with anything Uh, because you're what you're just reading english but the group that watched it in spanish subtitles they learned a ton so i split my time between watching harder content with spanish subtitles which is amazing by the way i can actually understand like when i read the subtitles i can really understand higher level content. but I also need to train my ear to listen um, for things too. So I watch lower level content without subtitles as well.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's kind of like, yeah, it's like counterintuitive almost.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's been a really cool process because it happens so slowly um, that like I can now go back to when I just started and watch a video that I couldn't really understand at first. And I like it's like it's not even in a foreign language anymore. It's like it's just as as easily understood as English. Wow. So that's part of what I do. That's the majority. I also do like um, flashcards and um, like I have a grammar book that I I do drills in every now and then, but I don't focus on that. I focus on listening.
2: Have you ever tried like songs like foreign language songs? Because I find Rammstein to be the best way to learn German. How's your German? <laughs> it's very bad.
0: <laughs> no,
2: I'm, just, I'm just kidding. do I
1: um, I haven't, just mainly because, I guess, of my relationship with music. <laughs> I um I'm sure that I would really enjoy, and I thought about this the other day, like just a funny like, oh, I've been listening to a Spanish band for like, you know, days and weeks and months but they're an instrumental Spanish band. <laughs> um,
2: <Awesome. laughs>
1: yeah. I think it'd be harder to find music that I like in Spanish. Um, than like I, it, that would take a more culture. time. Cause I'm just like really picky when it comes to music. It's probably a, a fault of mine, but um, no, just like basic stories. Really. That's kind of basic stories and um, like episodes and stuff.
0: I'm curious. So you said you're, that's a lot of comprehensible input, right? That's what you've been. Working yeah. Primarily. What is your comprehensible output? Like, I guess, like, are you speaking this? Like, can you understand it, but can't speak it? Or is your speaking like improving or what's the comparison between the two?
1: So there's right. a lot of different schools of thought, a lot of different opinions about it. Um, some people say that speaking is not important at first, like you should learn how to listen and that your output is just going to be garbage. It's a waste of time. And you should wait until you can really listen and understand without putting too much effort into it before you start talking. Um, yeah, there's dude. there's like so much um, conflicting opinions about speaking. Some people they think that um, they claim that you should speak day one, um, but then like, you know, do you correct or do, does the native speaker correct you? Do they not correct you? Like what what's the best way to do this? What's the best way to do that? And it really comes down to like, you just have to figure out for yourself what works for you. Mm-hmm. And for me right now, um, my output, I, I don't write. Uh, that will probably come soon, though. I'm excited to like start journaling and stuff in Spanish, but I speak, but it's again, it's like garbage. Uh, my speaking is not good. There's no way for me to practice speaking without speaking to a native speaker. So a lot of uh, eventually, once you start getting a little bit better grasp of the language, you can get in these like language exchanges where it's a group chat or not a group chat. It's a text. Where yeah. i'm sp- I'm speaking with someone who is a like a a Spanish speaker, but they want to learn English, so we take turns. you know what I mean? Like we take turns speaking in English, and then we take turns taking speaking in Spanish. Um, and you can do that through text. you can do that through like voice chat. Um, there's a ton of different platforms out there and apps and stuff where you can find other people that want to learn your language and you both have something of value. You know, I'm, I'm a native English speaker. So when we speak in English, I'm giving them that, like they're learning how to speak English and listen to English from a native speaker right? and vice versa too.
0: So that's like, um, cause I re- I remember hearing about some folks who are like in college where they get to the higher level, foreign language courses and their teacher only speaks to them in French or only speaks to them in Spanish and I guess what what I was thinking would be like helpful is if you're talking to someone and they only respond to you in Spanish like they can understand your English just fine but and you only respond to them in English so it's like you're comprehending what they're saying you're speaking it back in English I don't know that, that's, probably- that's
1: called uh that's called crosstalk. so that's a whole cross other thing talk. It's where you, like, if I if I want to learn Spanish, um, I would sit down with a native Spanish speaker that it, I, it doesn't matter if they speak English, but, like, I don't speak Spanish. And I speak to them in English, and they answer in Spanish. Uh, it's most beneficial for, like, people who are pretty new to the language. It's always helpful, but, um, like, it's just... It's because you can, you learn again through context and you like can draw pictures and like, hi, I'm Brian. Like I have a, this is my family. And that person is listening to me speak and like point to the pictures of like, this is my family. And they, and then I ask them in English, like, do you have a family? Like, tell me about your family. And then they, in Spanish reply. So we're both learning. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, but we're not speaking in the foreign language. We're speaking in our native languages.
0: So. So do you want to get involved with one of those uh, group chats um, in the near future, or what's your timeline?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no rush, I guess I don't know. I should probably start um, speaking soon and like getting that output. but right now i'm see I'm having breakthroughs and listening. So I'm really happy with what I'm doing at the moment. so there's no there's no reason to to uh, to go outside of what I'm doing right now, I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe soon, but yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm having great progress with what I'm doing, and uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. It doesn't feel like a chore.
0: That's really cool, man. It's like super super duper inspiring. I don't think I have the time to do that right now because I got all these other projects going on. But it's definitely like seeing you be able to do it is like oh man, I. I can do that someday, you know, before it seemed like an insurmountable task. but
1: 30 minutes a day, dude. It's You've all done takes... it.
0: Yeah, I don't have 30 minutes, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, fair game. Brian,
2: yeah. <clears throat> Not to put you on the spot, but just out of curiosity, would you be able to, like, just for instance, be able to describe the dinner we just ate in Spanish? The wonderful dinner you made? Um... Not really. <laughs> uh, yeah. What what's like the extent of like your day so far that you could kind of describe? I don't
0: know. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear this. You've been saying you can speak Spanish or you're learning Spanish. I want to see the proof, dude. Uh,
1: dude, my 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 speaking is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely another time. But uh, like it's a it's a different skill you know what i mean and i haven't really right. i can say some i can say i can say some really basic things and i can like if i if i needed to talk to somebody i definitely could but there it would be littered with mistakes which you're not afraid of making mistakes when you're speaking but um like i don't even i haven't even practiced like all the tenses and everything so yeah, it, it would just good. it would just be garbage coming out of my mouth
2: fair enough I know, like, maybe a handful of words in Spanish, so that's my extent.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I could I could briefly explain, like, my life to somebody, like, what I do and, like, where I live and, like, my family. What, what and, is your name? Huh? What is your name? Yeah, Soy Brian. <laughs>
2: Soy,
0: Ooh, there we go. Soy,
2: Soy Miguel.
1: Me llamo Brian, y yo vivo en Virginia con mi esposa y mis dos perros. Ah, uh, mis perros uh, se llaman uh, Milo y Piper. Y uh, vivimos en un, uh, una casa uh, un poco grande. Um...
0: <laughs> Pretty good. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That sounded great.
2: My, my problem is, I took. Two years of Spanish, German, and French, and barely knew any of them. So when I try any of them, I kind of mix them all together. Yeah, like, I took, I took me, German only, in college. German, I like German. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Me, it, simpler, because it's a very like straightforward, uh, like a technical language. Like they kind of just, for words of new things, they just mash other words into one big word. Which I can get behind.
1: Yeah. If if you spent um <laughs> time learning one language, you wouldn't have those like confusions that like that you just talked about. Like it would you would learn that language instead of and if you learned a bunch of similar languages at the same time, um, then you would you would probably have those confusions. But uh mixing up languages that you haven't really learned doesn't really happen at, once you start like focusing on something you know what i mean
2: but w- one of my favorite german words is the word for glove and this is how you can tell they just like okay we have one word we're just gonna like describe the next thing with words we already have the word for glove is hand shoe
0: <laughs> it's hand shoe,
2: shoe yeah I can't remember if that's the word or just the translation of it (laughs) I'll have to look it up
1: yeah Spanish doesn't have the the word for uh toes I think so if you want to say toes it's like fingers of the feet or something like that
2: yeah it's fun yeah the German word for glove is honshu
0: that's hilarious easy to remember it's the shoe for your hand makes sense <laughs> i can get behind
2: that <laughs> yeah michael you should you should learn german dude i try it uh because i took it a bit in high school and in college uh but one of the biggest barriers for me for learning a foreign language and i think this might be the case for a lot of americans at least of like similar intelligence to me uh, I think the American educational system does a bad job of even teaching English. So, when I go to le- lear- learn a foreign language, I don't know the inner machinations of English like, what is an adverb? What is a gerund? What is a past participle? Uh, because as a fluent native English speaker, you learn it just from talking to other people, you're constantly surrounded by it, so you just pick it up Uh, you you pick up the the grammatical uh, structure of it just intuitively and you can do that with foreign languages too if you're exposed to them in like a natural environment and that's how the that's one upper hand that europeans have is they are exposed to all those different languages that's that's what
1: comprehensible input is all is all about though is listening and having prolonged exposure to the language and you you can probably be you know you can probably benefit yourself picking up a grammar book every now and then, but you don't need to like drill grammar concepts mm-hmm. like for a long time, if ever, if you just have that that if you spend the time exposing yourself to the language and like listening like you know yeah. thirty minutes a day or whatever like you you pick up on those grammatical structures without even realizing it. like you just just like we learned English, you know what I mean? like we didn't when we learned English from, like, a basic level, you know, as a kid, we didn't know what a past participle was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Just-
2: yeah, and I think that's one thing, like, uh, foreign language classes, say, in high school focus too much on is, like, the rigidity of the grammatical structure. I, I think yeah. if they just focused more on, like, just having fun with it uh, and just being exposed to, like here, let's listen to Rammstein today or, you know, stuff like that. Or what you're talking about, like exposure instead of let's, uh, gruelingly, uh, wrote memorization of how you construct. I put my hand shoes on my feet cause I'm a sneaky. Dude. Yeah, man. Just, uh, do it.
1: Like if, you know, you could do it yourself, like self-study. That's what I'm doing. Um, just figuring out what, I'm not saying that you should that you know you should do what I'm doing just because it's fun or whatever but it's been a really cool experience and I would definitely recommend it um, but you don't have to do it like they do yeah. it in schools and that's what I've been saying it's like you can do your own method and whatever is like interesting to you that day like you don't have a semester you don't have tests like just oh cool I'm going to learn a couple words today and like
2: whatever I'd, I'd love to I, right now for me i have the same problems chase is like sometimes i don't have 30 minutes but yeah, five minutes but yeah I, I could uh add to the schedule for sure uh you ever try what's the app What's the little Duolingo. App? Duolingo yeah i tried that for a little while and i just wasn't consistent
1: yeah, people have a lot of different opinions on Duolingo. Uh, I think it's a really, really good like jumping-off point. Like, if you can, like, you can learn the super basics of a language um, through it, but it's not going to take you too far, in my, in my opinion. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any like credentials to say that, but, but I do think that it's great for really basic stuff. It's just like through repetition and learning. Like the really basic, simple uh, sentence structures and stuff like that. And then from there, like once you have a little bit of vocabulary and a little bit of the familiarity of the language, like you can
2: start doing regular and input. Because like verbs are like the biggest thing. You got to know your verbs.
1: There's a lot. Yeah, there's a definitely a lot to know. But um, you can like sit there and watch a like super basic story that's maybe meant for kids you know like really small children that has a lot of context clues like pictures and and stuff like that and if you can sit there and understand what's going on like the general gist of it like that's what you want like you just want to consume that content for like hours (laughs) and then over over time like you just get it and it's the most amazing thing like it's like whoa i understand this i i know what I know what these words
0: are. Like, I get it. It's really cool. What about like, so describe to me the types of like the medium of the foreign languages. Are these like films, like animated shorts that you're watching that are like with pictures and images that correspond to the story being told? Or is it just like a Spanish person talking to a camera telling you a story?
1: Um, so a good mix of everything. Um, the biggest platform or service that I use funny and funny enough, it's called dreaming Spanish. Mm. Um, it's a service that this guy, this Spaniard started, his name's Pablo. And he learned, I think he knows four languages, but he learned Japanese through comprehensible input. And, uh, it's this comprehensible input, by the way, like, it kind of started around the seventies by, uh, Stephen crashing, this, uh, language guy. I don't know my history, but, um, Pablo take, he like took it one step further and he's, he has this entire YouTube channel that's free. Um, and it's just content in uh, four different, like difficulty levels, I guess you'd say. So there's super beginner, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And they have um, videos of all different types. I mean, from different dialects, like there's, I don't know how many uh, like hosts or he calls them guides, but a lot of different uh, variety of, of content. And it's just really cool. And yeah, it's literally just someone like speaking into a webcam with a whiteboard a lot of the times. And they just, they they draw pictures and they're, they talk about like this little like Carlito and like what he's doing. And he goes to the store and like, you learn through like the story and the context, like, Oh, I know what the word for store is now. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, they make it really obvious in the, like a thousand in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning uh, levels. And as you get to like the intermediate, they stop with the like repeating something a million times. They stop drawing everything like, they just speak, but like in kind of a uh, not a super quick pace, but not a slow pace either. Um, and then once you get to advance, it's just like natural speaking about particular topics. But um, it's, it's really cool, man. Um, that's the biggest service that I that I use right now. I, I really enjoy it. It doesn't feel like you're working and it doesn't feel like you're studying and you're just listening to a story and it's really cool.
0: It was really cool. Yeah, I was, um, the reason why I was asking was because m- my primary way of how I consume books is by running. And so I was like, well, maybe I could just listen to these books in Spanish, but I would it, the primary, the reason why I listen to books, well, I listen to nonfiction or fiction books when I'm running, like, you know, fantasy and stuff like that. So I wouldn't really get much of the story out.
2: Hmm. Hey, and if good. i was
0: listening to self-help books it's like well I, I wouldn't be helping myself i'd just be trying to learn spanish like all of the you know tips and tricks for how to better my life would be lost but, you know, i'd just be like oh, what is but this wouldn't spanish? wouldn't
1: learning wouldn't learning a uh, a language be bettering you know bettering yourself yes isn't that like
0: <laughs> but then it's like it's like what's it's uh you're splitting your time and so both suffer you know It's like you would it would be more beneficial if I just dedicated myself to one thing as opposed to trying to do two things half-assed and not accomplishing either at a rate that's sustainable. Hello everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Brian and Michael and myself. I find those types of conversations so inspiring because I've never in my life thought about learning a second language and hearing Brian, how he was able to take this sort of systematic approach to accomplishing this, you know, seemingly insurmountable task, like I sort of talk about in the podcast was very, very inspiring for me. And I haven't picked up trying to learn Spanish yet. Um, because like I said, I don't, I don't think I have 30 minutes a day right now, but it's definitely you know keeping me in check and reminding me that wow, there's people every day who are working hard at their goals and it keeps me motivated to stay working towards my goals and I hope that you listening to this stay motivated listening and are able to set your goals each week and are working towards them. Um, speaking of my goals and goals in general, I guess, I have a confession to make I, did not accomplish my goals for this week. I, I said that I wanted to complete the first act of my screenplay and I did not do that. Not even a little bit. I had some things come up and, you know, just life sort of happened to me last week and I, I was not able to accomplish my goals that I set, but I did make progress. I wrote about three scenes and realized I have a lot more work to do to figure out what these scenes really look like I have my outline but okay what does each scene actually look like what does each scene actually feel like and that was (laughs) a learning experience again you know always learning trying to figure out how to do this screenwriting thing and um, I'm still I still have my goal of finishing by the end of the year so I'm gonna work really hard to get that completed but we will see how it goes. I'll let you know. Um, hopefully hopefully soon I'll let you know if I finish this goal or not. Um, beyond that, I did want to give a quick shout out to everybody who's listening. Thank you all so much. It really means the world to me. I see you know, some of these back-end stats and just the fact that anybody is listening, is it means the world to me. Um, and I want to thank you all. I also want to give a huge shout out to Green Bean for all of the musical themes in this podcast. And I want to give a shout out to everyone who's reviewed the podcast. Please rate and review and give me a shout on Instagram if you did so. I would love to hear about it and you'll get read on the podcast as long as it's a five-star review. I won't be reading anything less than five stars. So If you have less than a five-star review, don't even leave it. Actually, do leave that I want the feedback um and if you're, you're on YouTube be sure to leave a comment I want to engage with you um like I said I'm still working to build up sort of some way I can build a community aspect to this podcast because I want it to be instead of just a monologue or a dialogue between me and a couple of buddies I want it to be an offline dialogue too so I think that's it for me I hope you all set your goals this week I hope you all accomplish your goals and I will talk to you all Monday bye bye improve podcast
2: improve podcast